Oh, you you weren't yes. listening. Also, to me. Tessa, I'm gonna need for this session especially. I'm gonna need you not to peep my screen. Oh, I forgot my so. Earthside transformation is still. <laughs> I don't. Don't even look over here. <laughs> Don't even go here. You did it with Curse of Strahd and it wasn't that big a deal, but this is a very big deal, so don't look If it me. makes you feel better, I can't read Okay. what's on the oh, screen. she doesn't know how to read. Yeah. <laughs> she she it makes feel any better. She can't read. I can't feel any better. She doesn't I know can't how to read. read. Let's cut that. that we'll cut that in place. It makes me feel better. Would be now amazing. I feel sad that you don't know how to read. <laughs> yeah, it would be amazing as, a, as like the teaser intro. <laughs> uh, this whole time. This whole time. <laughs> you should really be read. impressed with how okay. well they have played since she can't okay. read. Right. We've got 92 episodes. I mean. it under wraps. <laughs> That Tessa cannot read a single letter. <laughs> Never mind her honestly. getting a PhD. She can't read. <laughs> Hello, friends. My name is Amit Moshe, the creator of City of Mist, and you are listening to the Misconceptions podcast. Misconceptions was the first City of Mist actual play show and is by far the most dedicated, the longest running, and the most beloved show in our games community. I can't thank David and the crew enough for the incredible stories you brought to life in the City of Mist setting and for the way you've made the game accessible to so many fans. I wish all of you to continue creating more amazing things. And to the dedicated fans of the show, thank you for supporting this podcast and enjoy the finale. Overcoming their initial mistrust, they followed a lead to an abandoned warehouse. They fought some mutated dogs and watched as their suspect was assassinated by an unseen wolf lurking on the distant rooftop shadows. They wrestled with Jimmy the Butcher and Mafia foot soldiers alongside media darling Linda Lockwood. They interrogated a crooked landlord, skulked their way into a water treatment plant, and tried to save the tenants of 123 Blanco Street from eviction, but they ultimately failed to save them. They encountered the wizard and the wolf, formidable foes, and barely escaped with their lives. They opened up to each other, allowing others to learn about their personal lives, their goals, their long-lost loves. 
they started to grow from strangers to friends. They wrestled with a monster that could sniff out rifts, first at the docks and then again at Morty's bar. They infiltrated a pizzeria with Linda Lockwood and looked for missing children in the city park with a new ally named Mohammed. They met Lynn, a terrified shape-changer, exploited by the very person who afforded him a place to live while also being enchanted to not speak a word of it. They bumped elbows with the elite of the city as D.A. Pip Hamill gave a decisive speech against incumbent Mayor Corallo. Esther first learned of her father's connection to Carmine Giuseppe. Faye saved the life of Pip Hamill after he was shot. Bill and Wren danced with the wolf in the rain and the moonlight. They killed Jeremiah in the Golden Flamingo Casino. And then some months passed. The crew learned of a device used to create portals, and they found a meeting room with one long table and five empty chairs. An old case reopened when a body went missing, and the crew investigated the theft, finding the thief to be a brutish but kind-hearted beastman named Nick. Esther dug deeper into the history of her ring. Rin discovered the super future computer that made him. Bill found others like him, the Bacab. Faye found her Robin Hood. At the top of an unfinished skyscraper, the crew reached an all-new low and a breaking point. As Rin crashed a crane down on top of his teammates, mafia soldiers, and brain-controlled children's soldiers, not everyone made it out alive. They made their way to an abandoned prison facility and found the macabre lab of Dr. Piotr Jacobi and his twisted beastman experiments. They fought a mutated Jimmy the Butcher, and Rin sacrificed his weapon to save the crew, losing his memory in the process. The crew found Wonderland, the expansive underground complex of the Rat Pack. They learned the identity of the music man, Mayor Pip Hamill. Javi pulled the trigger, and Landa took off her mask. And then some months passed. The crew were now the most wanted people in the city. Faye married Woodard. Wren accepted a mission to save the future. Bill took shelter on a prison island. Esther faked her death. Two Miss Williams tried to enter City Hall minutes apart from one another, and it did not go well. The crew kidnapped Pip Hamill and found him to be a gingerbread man. The island was attacked by beastmen and paramilitary soldiers. Faye was cornered by Cooper Wheatley. Desperate for answers, the crew pressed Lynn for answers, and they pushed too far. Bill journeyed into the underworld and gave up his powers to save his family. The superfuture computer hijacked Ren's body to carry out an assassination pivotal to the safety of the future. The crew arrived at Paul St. George's mountainside mansion too late. Ren left so he could be in control of his own future. Esther met Lena and learned the tragic truth of her father's life and his ties to the Mafia. The crew tussled with track-suited goons in an underground cellar. Bill left to protect the only future that mattered to him. Faye and Esther joined forces with Woodard and Mohammed. They found Miss Minnie and learned crucial information. They broke into a multimedia news station 
investigated an abandoned apartment, and failed to save Woodard as he was kidnapped. Faye was appointed the new caretaker of the garden, and lost herself to her powers as she saved her friends from Linda and her brother Logan, ultimately using her powers to kill them both. And then, with the rest of the cabal dealt with, the crew had only one final person to deal with. The dragon, Drace DeSantos, fighting their way through his personal army and up his skyscraper, the crew fought their way to Mr. DeSantos, CEO of Legendary Solutions and leader of the Cabal. But our episode does not open there. We see the city with not a cloud in the sky, no mist, no vapor anywhere to be seen. We see a blood red sky hanging overhead and down below it we see a city in chaos. With the mist stripped away, people are able to see others as they truly are. Monsters, legends, mythologies, beasts of unimmeasurable size. And then we cut to an alleyway. And we see Amy Maldehyde rushing for her life, clutching her purse to her chest. She trips over some loose rocks and falls to the ground, skinning her knee. As she struggles to get up, we hear the sound of a switchblade being flicked open. We see a thug with a ski mask standing over her. Give me your purse, lady. Amy Maldehyde stutters. I said, give me your... There's a gunshot. It ricochets off the wall behind the masked robber. He turns around. Hey, what the hell? Standing at the mouth of the alleyway is ex-detective Javi Martinez. He holds a smoking gun in his hand and he lowers it down. The masked robber turns his knife towards Javi and says, I don't know who the hell you think you are, buddy, but you're about to have the worst day of your life. Javi says, You know, for a long time, I... I haven't really know who I was. Pieces of my, my memory were kept from me. But now that the sky's opened up, I know who I am. And as Javi speaks, we see four spectral arms appear over Javi's shoulder, fanning out over his head and down to his waist. And he says, And buddy... You're about to have the worst day of your damn life. We cut from that scene. We are at Agatha's halfway house. And we see all the tenants of Agatha's halfway house poking their heads out of their rooms, crowding in the uh, downstairs foyer. And on all of them, they have a bracelet. And the bracelet glows and falls off their wrists at the same time. And then... They all turn towards Agatha with murderous revenge in their eyes for the injustices and the silence pressed upon them. Agatha eases her door shut. We cut to Promethean University. And in a science lab, we see Professor Walters huddling under a science table, a science textbook held over his head, muttering to himself, Oh, this is, this is highly disturbing. 
We cut from that scene. I didn't miss that voice. <laughs> we see a street view of Lestrange antiques. We see the carnage uh, being inflicted outside, cars flipped over, a fire hydrant busted, and a geyser of water spewing up into the air. And on the other side of the door, inside Lestrange Antiques, we see Pedro pulling a night shift while Mr. Declan Lestrange is somewhere else. And just very slowly, he reaches up and grabs the open sign and twists it to the closed sign. And then he slowly lowers out of shot. And then we cut, finally, to the home of Miss Minnie. Miss Minnie is in her front lawn, in a lawn chair, her feet kicked up. Two of her boys are grabbing the individual branches of the tree in her front lawn and pulling it down and out of the way so she can have an unobstructed view of Legendary Solutions Plaza. The third son brings her cup to her. She grabs it. She takes a sip of the mist. With a wicked smile on her face, she says, Get after his ass, girls. And then we cut to the penthouse of Legendary Solutions Plaza. You enter into an enormous room with, once again, glass ceiling, glass walls, giving a commanding view of the city as a king would have over his territory and his subjects. You see a pool, an infinity pool in the middle of this area. You see numerous display cases scattered throughout, holding various pieces of art and relics. And perhaps the most noticeable thing is a giant desk that lies against the far distant glass wall. Above the desk hangs a six-foot spear with a one-foot blade held up against the glass like a trophy, the most precious trophy among all of these relics. And you see a man finely dressed with a tan and pristine skin that only money could afford him. His hair perfectly combed, not a strand out of place. His sports jacket is thrown over his office chair, which is red, cushions studded with gold buttons. Reminds you of a throne. You see Drace DeSantos, pinstriped pants, suspenders up over his shoulders, his sleeves rolled up, and you see these motes of light that I described earlier passing through the glass, trickling and dancing their way like fairies through the various artifacts towards him, seeping into his body as he glows with his power. The power stolen from the mist. And he turns and he looks at you. Ah, welcome to my coronation. What could I do for you two fine ladies? Esther gags a little. Where are the plants in this room? There are none. 
I hate you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> it's about time. Yep. <laughs> but there is a fire no. escape. I'm just saying. <laughs> there is no fire the escape. The entire series. There's always a plant near you in the city. There's bound yeah. to not be plants in the boss room. Welcome to the motherfucking <laughs> final fight. All your powers? Null and void. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, you see Faye kind of relax her shoulders a little bit, and she looks up at him. Don't ever call me fine again. And, like, her full Maid Marian outfit reappears. Um, but wait, I thought Faye wasn't an avatar anymore. Faye lied. La <gasps> gasp. And Faye glances over at Esther. Sorry. And then runs, extends her staff as she's running, and flips over to grab the spear above him okay so with avatar hood you can burn a tag uh for an automatic hit so whenever you burn you succeed as if you rolled a 10 plus or a 10 with a power of three great however the spear has a protected three status mm-hmm. as you pull vault across a desk you feel claws dig into your shin and calf as Drace DeSantos goes to slam you back down on the uh, marble slab. Um, so, with the take the risk, when you roll a 7 through 9, I get to offer you a ugly choice. Um, oh, wait, it's with a minus 4. Uh, so you fail. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so you feel the claws dig into you uh and he slams you down on the uh marble slab of his desk roll a face danger against a broken five status you can burn for success yes you can with what was this what does the success make uh the success would uh with the face danger you roll 10 with the power three that's how it always is okay so just Um, step down the effect by three no, we get rid of it. Um, but you would have to have a tag in order, like, to use it. Right. So what would protect you from him slamming you into the desk? Because he's already grabbed you. As an avatar, you can choose to roll, right? Yes, you can, yeah. I think because it would fit better narratively, um, like, burning acrobatic mastery doesn't make a lot of sense because he has a hold of me, so, like... Mm-hmm. No matter what, I'm going to be somewhat hurt. Yeah. Um. So could I roll with a plus one? For acrobatic mastery? Right. Sure. And see, like, how bad the damage is. Sure. It's really bad. What is it? <laughs> I got a six total. You got a six total? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Esther, do you have any help points you could use to help her? I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you going to use any? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because if she... If, well, I'm trying to figure out what I would do in this moment. Like, how I would... She's going to be knocked out. Hmm? Like, how I would intervene. What that would look like. And anyway. how would you How would you save her? I, you have a gun, you have wings, I you have know. Fists. I guess I'm going to... Assuming that I have my gun pulled out because we were entering the big space and I'm pretty sure that we didn't yeah. say that. Um... I am going to... So he's behind the desk, so I can't see his legs. 
Uh, yes. You cannot see his legs. And he's holding her in one hand or two hands? One hand. I am going to shoot at his other arm. The opposite arm. Okay. Uh, and are you wanting to roll for this or use your help point for this? I'm wanting to use my help point for this. Okay, good. So that help point will step phase success, or it'll step up the failure to a seven through nine. So instead of a, uh, what was it? Broken, Broken five. five status, you will take a uh, busted back four status. Is there a way I can use both help points? It wouldn't help at all. Okay. It would just make it an eight, and it would yeah. be the same effect. Okay. Also, uh, that's the only time I'm going to let you use it posthumously. You'll need to use it like before we declare stuff. What do you mean? Like, oh, yeah, like I before asked. you roll. Uh, gotcha. But I didn't want Faye to get KO'd on the first. Right, right off the bat, the first gone. Yeah. Like, oh well. Uh, burn those tags and burn those health and hurt points. Just burn all your tags instead of trying to roll. Just saying. So, Drace comes down with you, the small of your back smashes into this marble slab, it breaks beneath your weight and his strength, and you thud to the ground, and he unclenches your calf and your shin, and you see that, uh, from the elbow down, you see this black-scaled hand with wickedly curved claws, he smiles at you and says, that may have worked for my inferiors, but you will find that I am an all-too-different sort of creature. Faye turns her head towards Esther on the table and rolls her eyes. (laughs) Esther, what are you doing? Esther smirks a little at Faye rolling her eyes. Can Carrie ask a stupid question? Sure. We're at episode 92, and she's gonna ask a stupid question. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Um... So I'm pretty sure that he killed my father, yes? Maybe. He is the leader of this organization that killed your father. Whether he did it directly or indirectly, you don't know. But at the very least, he gave the order. I'm going to look him in the eye. Mm -hmm. Do you know who I am? You are a worm. Snirling, groveling in the dirt that I will build my kingdom upon. You are nothing. Esther's gonna raise her gun. Did you kill him? I've killed a great many men. Did you kill him? He steps forward to be standing over Faye. And he said, I've killed anyone who has gotten in my way. My ascent to godhood. My return to me. So if I have harmed you in some way by killing someone important to you. He smiles and you see that all his teeth are serrated and curved. Then yes, I did. So now where he's standing, can I... I Well, the desk is broken. I can see his legs. Yes. I'm going to shoot him in the knee. Okay. Um, I'm going to use help points. Okay. By... Um, I have my staff on me. You said he's standing over me? Yep. Great. I <laughs> Excellent. I am going to... I don't know the, the um, cleanliest way to phrase this. 
Just say it. Um, but I am going to extend my staff so that as it's extending with its full force, mm-hmm. it hits him straight in the balls. Okay. So, right uh, before Esther shoots. So you are using a help point. I would like to use <clears throat> two help points. Okay. You get a plus two to your roll, Esther. Is there anything else you could add? I am going to add my rusted, trusted Colt Cobra. Mm-hmm. And okay. so, so yeah, plus, three. plus three. All right. Go ahead and roll it. I don't think it. any of my tags would make a minus because I have the nicked a little, but that wouldn't keep me from shooting. Mm-hmm. From, I don't think. I don't remember what it was for. Yeah. Ran into a wall. Who knows? <laughs> That's real life. Um, a nine. A nine. Uh, so you get one option on a hit with all you've got. Uh, take cover, secure a superior position, uh, get them good and give them a status, control the collateral damage, hold the target's attention, or gain the upper hand and gain one juice. You automatically hit him with a tier three status. Do I need to control collateral damage? Am I allowed to ask that? We're 92 episodes in and I don't know. <laughs> um, Can't stress this enough. Do you care about this building? Do you well, care? no, I just, well, like, it's not going to hit Faye, right? Like, because I hit? Who knows? Okay, great. Just go through. Fantastic. Yeah, go. I'm, I want to get him good. Okay, step it up to a plus four. So you fire the shot. Uh, it soars through the air, going straight towards his leg. Your and then pole nicks his metal knee and hits <laughs> Faye in the head. Your pole shoots straight up, hitting him in the gonads. Poor fella. He does not flinch. Oh, I hate it. The bullet hits him full in the thigh, and you see the metal crumple against his flesh, and it falls to the ground. And you see the hole in his pant leg. And then you see black scales spread out from the point of impact. Oh, boy. And you hear him laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly, there's a crash. The sound of breaking glass. You turn, and you see one of the windows to this penthouse uh, skyscraper building has been busted. There's a figure rolling across the ground uncontrolled before they skid to a halt. Tongues of flame that were licking off of their fist fade away with a shake. The air that had carried them up here from the street stops ruffling their clothes. They put their two cowboy boots beneath them. They stand up adjust the cowboy hat that is askew on their head and they say did you miss me i would like to reveal to everybody jaime torres has been on a call this entire night no he has not freaking knew it jaime could you say hello Bill is joining this episode. Can we please grab the stuff to record virtually? <laughs> How'd you keep that from me? <laughs> I want to tell you so many times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cry. <laughs> oh, is this good. what you thought was gonna make me cry?
Hello friends and welcome to the very last mid-roll section of Misconceptions, episode 92. I'm your host, David White. And as you can see by the huge amount of time remaining on this episode, this is not exactly the midway point of our episode, but I wanted to uh, cut the episode right here for some mid-roll stuff because uh, Jaime came back! Jaime was back, Jaime's back as Bill, and I have been so excited for you to all hear this and to experience it, and I would love to hear your reactions to it, Um, but I also just wanted to slip in here and say, right here at the beginning, no spoilers, please. Jaime coming back to the show, I think, is a huge, huge, exciting moment for longtime fans of the show. Uh, and I don't want to spoil it for anybody who's not listening to it on, you know, the day of release or even the week of release. So, please keep spoilers under wraps. We have a specific Discord channel for Misconception spoilers if you wanted to go post there. But otherwise, keep 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 that to yourself. Uh, you know, don't don't spoil this this big momentous occasion for episode 92. And also, don't spoil anything else that happens for the rest of this episode because there is still a lot of content to come. There's still a lot of stuff to happen in our finale. And wow. Is this is this is it? This is our finale. 92 episodes. Four years. Um, it's it has been a wild ride. It is so mind-boggling to go back and listen to our first couple of episodes before we really truly even knew how to make a podcast. Uh, listening to us kind of fumble over the starter set rules and had just fail to grasp how the investigate move works. Um, it, we've come so far uh, in those four years. We we have two podcasts, uh, two more podcasts, I should say. We have Misconceptions, we have Sins of the Father, we have our special patron-only show, uh, After Hour Side Quests. Um, it's this, this has been such a huge part of my life for the past four years. Um, I'm just going to talk about me for a little bit because I, I hope we've been a big part of your life, but for me, misconceptions has been so big for me. So, so huge because I've grown as a storyteller, both in like prose writing, uh, but also in like storytelling at the RPG table. I've come to understand the value of, you know, not writing a railroady adventure, uh, including the opinions and goals and ideas of players at the table and like trying to make an even better story than I can make on my own. I've grown as a player, uh, understanding that, you know, not making the, the biggest, baddest character is good, creating a character with flaws, a character that isn't always great. I, I've learned that there are other systems out there besides D&D, better systems than D&D, and City of Mist is at the top of that list. I, I'm, I'm so thankful for this show uh, and for, for everything that has come because of it. Um, I, I can truly say producing this show has been a labor of love, and I think it's been well worth it um, when I think of all 
all the joy I've gotten from it and everything I've learned from it and all the personal growth that I've gone through because of it and along with it. And I want to say thank you to some people. Uh, first, I want to say thank you to Amit, uh, the creator of City of Mist. He has been a supporter and advocate of us since our infancy of podcasting. He gave us our facelift, uh, the, the new art, the logo that is so synonymous with our show now. Uh, Amit has been such a huge supporter of what we've been doing here, and I just want to say thank you to Amit. I want to say thank you to all the Son of Oak staff, uh, the social media manager, for, for retweeting and sharing our work. Um, the uh, Aran, the editor, who has also boosted our signal and ha- I've had the opportunity to work with on some things, or rather, I guess just like, I'm making it sound like I'm important and I've worked with him a lot. I haven't. I like edited one of his adventures, which was a blast, and he writes great adventures. You should definitely go check out uh, at N-N-E-S-K. He writes some good stuff on Twitter, uh, but Iran is, is fantastic. Uh, but thank you to Son of Oak for creating this game. Thank you to Amit for dreaming up this game. Uh, and I will I will always be an advocate for Amit Moshe and the projects that he does. Um, he is an, a great designer uh, and an even better person. And I admire him a lot. Uh, I want to say thank you to you, the listener. Uh, we wouldn't make this show if no one listened to it. Believe me, we, it's too much hard work if nobody's going to like it. Um, but thank you to you for listening to 92 freaking episodes. Even those episodes where we did like side quiz and holiday specials that weren't, weren't, weren't that great. Uh, but thank you for listening to this show. And even if you haven't left us feedback, even if you haven't left us a review on iTunes, even if you haven't gone to Discord and chatted with us on social media, if you have only clicked the play button to listen to the next episode, thank you. Thank you. Uh, I don't want to say thank you for your clicks, but thank you for your engagement. Thank you for listening. I, I see. I see you. Even if you don't post, I see the numbers that pop up when you push play, when all of you push play. And I just want to say thank you for listening. It has been so encouraging to have a story that I helped create. Uh, It's so encouraging that it's public and people like it. And all, all I have ever wanted to do is create and create something meaningful and create something that people would enjoy and be engaged with. Uh, and I, I still want to be a full-time writer. Uh, I, I have not lost that dream. But this has been such a motivation to me. You have been such a motivation to me uh, that uh, has helped me realize maybe my stories are worth telling, are worth hearing, and aren't just garbage. Uh, so thank you for for restoring my faith in myself and my abilities and just eat, eat, like I said even if you have only pressed the play button to go to the next episode thank you um, it means so much and we've had four years of great content and I'm excited for four more years uh, we're we're not done 
with making podcasts. Sins of the Father is still going. Side Quest is going to still go. And Misconceptions 2 is currently in production. Um, and speaking of Misconceptions 2, if you want to you know, be one of the first people to find out about Misconceptions, you should definitely join us on Facebook or on Twitter uh, because we'll, we will post the big reveal there. Uh, if you join our Discord, you might catch us chatting about it sometimes, or you could just chat with us and ask us questions. Uh, if you're a patron on our Patreon, you will most certainly be getting an early glimpse before anybody else of Misconceptions 2. So if you like what we do, if you want to know what Misconceptions 2 is going to be about and be one of the first people to know about it, go like us on our Patreon. Go join us and pledge your support on our Patreon to be one of the first people. But then also, join our socials uh, to hear about when Misconceptions 2 is going to be happening. And there is going to be a geek out after the series. Uh, my original idea was to have it release alongside this episode, but this episode was a behemoth to edit, and I was severely put behind schedule by COVID, and so I had to delay this episode for a week, and I haven't even touched the geek out after the series episode. So I, I'm going to do my best to have it released later this week. Uh, but of course, be stay tuned to our Facebook and Twitter. I'll post more about it there. Uh, but yes, there is a geek out after the series and it will be released hopefully this week. And now I would like to get back to thanking some people. I would like to thank Mitchell Wallace. Mitchell, thank you for pledging on our Patreon. You are such a generous lad. Uh, thank you so much for your support of our show. And Kit, Kit, we all love you here at the Podcast Network. Thank you for increasing your already way too high pledge to help us get back to that $400 a month goal so we could sustainably pay our performers. Uh, I want to say thank you to Aubrey T. Harris. Aubrey, thank you so much for your support uh, and helping us to pay our performers as well. And thank you. Just this morning, I got the email that we had a new patron. Thank you to Jennifer Park. Jennifer Park, thank you for listening to our show. And thank you for giving us your hard-earned money so that we can continue to turn it into sweet, sweet content. And I would also like to say thank you to Sean Haddock. I would like to say thank you to Austin Martinez. I would like to say thank you to Waddle Squad. I would like to say thank you to Phil Montgomery. I would like to say thank you to Samantha Muirhead. I would like to say thank you to The Blind Prince. I would like to say thank you to Jesse Harder. I'd like to say thank you to Mike Sterling. Thank you to Robert Lamb. Thank you to Dennis Paterandarol. Nailed it. Thank you, Cassia Ortega. Thank you, Celeste. Thank you, Ryan Bruin. Thank you, David Krebs. Thank you, Becca Bubble. Thank you, John Chandler. Thank you, Linda Wallace. Thank you, Matthew Peterson. Thank you, Lily of Azura. Thank you, Sam Scott.
Thank you, Cloud099. Jacob. Thank you, Jazz Bowman. Thank you, Jonathan Wicks. Thank you, Craig Frankham. Thank you, Tony Bogus. Thank you, Ronald Huffman. Thank you, Marlo Bogus. Thank you, Charles Miller. Thank you, Will Mendoza. Thank you, Scott Sinan. Thank you, David White's Gimp. Thank you, Matt Moore. Thank you, Gary Fowler. Thank you, The Mortuary Podcast. Thank you, Spencer Shields. Thank you, Allison White, my sister. Thank you, Liz Matta. Thank you, Stuart McKay. Thank you, Jackson Dungeon Daddy Chandler. Thank you, Jean-Peter Beats. Thank you, Carl Collins. Thank you, Shelley Holderness. That's my aunt. Thank you, JT. Thank you, Cindy Burrow, my Mimi. Thank you, Michelle Ann Wharton. That's my aunt. Thank you, Cindy Gernan, my Mimi. Thank you, Unmade Gaming. Thank you, Hermes Sandals. Thank you, Christopher Polk. Thank you, Heather White Burrow, my mama. Thank you, Matthew Montney. Thank you, Michael Bowman. Thank you, Gaston Keller. Thank you, Betty Haley. That's my mother-in-law. Thank you, Occam Razor. Thank you, Christopher Gregg. Thank you, John Myers. Thank you, Baca Jello. Thank you, Night's End. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Out of Character. Thank you, Greg Wolford. Thank you, Taylor Bush. Thank you, Kay. Thank you, Peter Gates. Thank you, Barold. Thank you, Amit Moshe. Thank you, John Lowry. Thank you, Sebastian Smith. Thank you, Devin Welsh. Thank you, Chris Cook. And last but certainly not least, thank you to our very first patron, Kit Andrade. Oh, I said your name wrong. Andrade. Ah, oh, sh- oh, sh- shoot. I messed it up right at the end. I had this, is this beautiful moment. I was reading all the names of oh, all of our patrons. Oh, shucks. I'm sorry, Kit. I messed up your last name. But anyways, thank you so much to all of our patrons, past, present, those that are still active, those that are not active anymore. If you gave anything to help us create this show, thank you so much. And with all that out of the way, how about we get back to the finale of Misconceptions?
Faye and Esther, Bill comes crashing through the window of a hundred-story building. Thank God. (laughs) You see Faye's demeanor, like, crack a little bit from her avatar state, and she just grins. Does Bill arriving end your avatar hood? Doesn't that mean I disappear? No. No. Not necessarily. Well. It's really complicated. Let's just say no for the sake of... (laughs) Okay. I mean, we can just say no and you have like a nascent theme that we just won't... A nascent logos theme that like won't come into play. Right, 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 right. Yes. But yes, Faye just... Like, almost like giggly smile. Okay. Do you end your avatar hood? I had a whole plan for how to end my avatar hood. You, you throw it all away. <laughs> it, could it not start a chain reaction that later ends her avatar hood? Like it's one of several things that trigger. Could that be a thing? I feel like seeing the team back together. That's yeah, it it deal. ends it. Okay. Uh, so you look up. You see your friend uh, from across the way. What does it look like as your avatar hood ends? You see, um, Faye return to normal clothes and the glowing stops. And you can tell she physically doesn't appear as strong, but her spirits are higher. She seems more her. Uh, Andres DeSantos looks across his hoard of wealth and sees Bill. Fine. Bring as many peons as you want. More for the sacrifice. Bill, would you like to do anything? Uh, yeah. Uh, you, you arrive in the scene, you see all these objects around you, you see Esther and Faye fighting, uh... I mean, how, how you thought to come here is up to you. Uh, maybe you just saw all of this like energy being pulled towards the top of this tower. Uh, maybe you just had a feeling in your heart of hearts that your friends needed you. Uh, however, however you came to be here, you are now here. Yes. I think it would be... I had a feeling that would make sense with my new... Uh, my new kind of elemental mastery monastic kind of thing yeah so I'm just gonna jump right on in it's what I do best yeah so I am going to burn no not yet um (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna use risk taker martial arts and elemental mastery to uh, to hopefully propel myself into like a roundhouse kick at his head. Yeah, go ahead and uh, roll a go to or not go to to go ahead and roll a hit with all you've got. You got it. Uh oh, uh, fourteen. Oh, hey, hey. fourteen. What's up? Okay, those bill rolls are back. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you are gonna hit him with a tier three status. Uh, and you get to choose two. 
Uh, take cover, secure a superior position, get them good and step it up by one, control the collateral damage, hold the target's attention, or gain the upper hand. Mm, I get to choose two of those? You get to choose two. Should have learned by now what the best ones are. 92 episodes in and we still don't know. <laughs> 92 episodes in. I mean, it's been a while for... for it's Heimann. been a while! It's okay. Um, I'm going to get them good and then secure a superior position. Okay. So, yeah. so kick, flank, kick and flank. Okay. Yeah, so... Bill, describe for us in all this cinematic glory how you close a distance between you and Drace DeSantos to kick him in the face. So I just get finished deflaming the hands and I uh, sprint and propelled into the air as if being shot out of an air cannon into a net like they used to do back in the day because they're psychopathic. Uh, and then I'm going to spin with an inhuman speed and bring my heel uh, across his chin. Mm-hmm. And then you like skid to a halt and roll around behind him. Exactly. Okay. Uh, your boot collides with his chin. There is an explosion of fire and smoke. You skid to a halt and look up. You see the smoke drifting off the side of Drace DeSantos's face. And you see those black scales are spreading up from the chin where you kicked him, up across, over his ears, up into his hairline, across his eye. He was not harmed by your attack. Ugly and a douche. <laughs> At that point, the door leading into this room kicks open, and you see a bloodied and wounded Woodard and Mohammed stumble into the room breathing heavily <sighs> alright and now that Woodard is in the scene he is a plus one story tag if you can figure out how to use him for anybody For anybody. but you have to use him appropriately because he is my husband yes yes don't abuse Woodard and now that Faye remembers that <laughs> True. she will stick to it yeah, so Muhammad would have burst through. Muhammad's still like half bear form, burns all down one side of him, um, holding his sign. He just kind of takes stock of the situation, sees Bill, nods, <laughs> uh, and then I guess charges in. Um, well, maybe not, because he's, he's pretty hurt. He is going to. Oh, wait. Uh,. Drace is still standing over Faye. Uh, right. So if you want to, Woodard could ask you to um, uh, fastball special him over to Faye so he could okay. help her. Okay. Uh, Woodard looks across the space and sees this guy standing over his wife. Uh, and he says, Faye! Mohammed, throw me! You got it, boss. And he sticks his staff in or his sign into the ground. Woodard places a foot on it and, and he just kind of pushes the staff bends a little bit and then and flings Woodard forward this is definitely something y'all have done before absolutely yeah uh (laughs) so you get a plus one for Woodard okay so plus one for Woodard plus one for my signpost which doesn't have a tag of its own really no because wallop is the tag use wallop okay I'll use wallop because it has to do with the the brute strength of the sign sure oh my goodness it's giving me real Wolverine vibes 
Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, so yeah, just gonna do plus two then. Okay. Oh my god. Snake eyes. Oh, Snake eyes. No. Okay. You're done. <laughs> so those <laughs> dice will not be rolled. Uh, so Muhammad, you fling water through the air. He is flying out. Uh, and as he's flying, he tucks his shoulder uh, up into himself to hit this dude square in the middle. And he collides with him and you hear a crack of bone. Woodard screams in pain and falls down, uh, cradling his arm. are out. (laughs) (laughs) Cradling his arm, his his head lands next to Faye, but like you are going two different directions. Uh, So he lands there and rolls over and grimaces. Uh, Y'all are next to each other. Uh, it's a very romantic scene. Uh, on a marble slab. <laughs> yes. On the remains of a marbled slab. The blood slowly seeps out yeah. from underneath. <laughs> uh, Drace looks at the five of you and holds out his arms. This is hardly an appetizer. If you want to continue to try to get the spear, you will have to roll a take the risk with a minus four as long as Drace is guarding it. You may make moves to try to reduce that to help your teammates to get it. But until you can overcome that minus four guarded status, uh, you ain't getting that spear. What do y'all do? You said that there's like artifacts and different things all over the room, yes? There is. Is there any sort of hammer? Uh, sure. Are you thinking of a uh, particular hammer? Are you worthy? <laughs> I feel pretty worthy. Uh, yeah, sure. There, there's a weapon. <laughs> so Esther is looking for because obviously her gun's not gonna work. Um, at least not on his knees. And so, um, she's looking around for some kind of smashing weapon okay uh you look and in the corner of the room there is a stone hammer with a leather pommel and a little loop of leather uh, at the end of it do you want to go get it yes okay um what does she roll to determine i know that's what i'm trying to figure out um Convince? Am I trying to convince the hammer that I'm worthy? Maybe. Is this actually Thor's hammer? In- why not? Wise. Let's make it. Yeah, why okay. not? Um, yeah, let's roll a convince. <laughs> Sorry, Carrie. So, what could you roll to uh, to show this hammer that you are worthy to wield it? Go with me here. Okay. I am going to use my dedication tag okay and my inspire calm Mm -hmm. on myself so that i am like i'm Mm level-headed and i'm Mm -hmm. like set on this so dedication and inspire calm okay do you want to burn either of those to give yourself a success sure i'm gonna burn dedication Burn dedication. Okay, go ahead and mark it as burned. So you succeed. I've never heard that 
dedication tag come out of your I mouth have not, yeah. in the past episode four years. 92. Well, I was saving it for episode 92. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I, sorry, Amit, but I really don't like the convince move in City of Mist. Let me introduce a new one that I've written. Uh, when you want someone to do something for you and you have leverage over them or have a good reason for them to do as you say, roll. On a 10 plus, they'll do what you ask if you promise what they ask of you. On a 7 through 9, they'll do what you ask, but only if you offer concrete assurance of your promise right now. Uh, so you rolled a 10 plus. You are convincing Molnir that you are worthy, but you will need to promise to do what Molnir asks of you. And I think uh, what Molnir asks of you is do you promise to use me to stop Ragnarok? You're taking on another mythos right now. <laughs> yes. Okay. I regret everything. It's fine. You rush to <laughs> so you rush to the bulletproof glass. You hammer on it. You cannot break it. Um, and then you hear Molnir's voice in your head. Will you use me to stop Ragnarok? Yes. At first, nothing happens. Then we hear a plop. 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 And the entire room is made of glass walls. And you see black raindrops colliding against the side of this building. Without any clouds in the sky, there is a crack of thunder, and you see a black bolt of lightning streak across the sky. You see electricity crackle along this hammer. It starts to glow. There's an explosion as glass explodes outward. Esther, your wings flare out and shield you as the glass hits against your wings and falls to the ground. Molnir, the hammer of Thor is right there waiting for you. Do you take it? Yes. As your hand wraps around it, the electricity crackles up your arm. You feel invigorated. And I think <laughs> you need to replace your two mythos themes with something to do with Thor. One being Molnir and the other being uh, something to do with Thor. Would you like my book? <laughs> God. Time for all new people. Uh, this entire shit yeah. of the game. We're ending with a bang, people. <laughs> so, first of all, we need to resolve your build-up points. Right. Um, Esther, look on your two uh, Mythos cards. Uh, how many power tags past three, weakness tags included, do you have? Just one. So, one on the first one. Uh, two. Oh, two on two. the first one, none on the second one. Okay. Do you have any theme improvements? Flip it over. Uh, do you have any theme improvements uh, for either of those? This one, mine. No. No. Uh, so, uh, go ahead and on your build-up points on your character card, give yourself two build-up points. Okay. How many build-up points do you have now? Um, when I add two, mm -hmm. I will have three. Okay. Uh, so, go ahead. Uh, while you're going through this transformation, uh, go ahead and fill out a new relic card for Molnir, uh, and some some power tag or some new theme, uh, for your other Thor, uh, um, yeah, and you will you'll answer A 
for both of them. And I just have to answer one. You just have to answer one question on each. Yeah. Um, and you'll need to pick a weakness tag, and your weakness tag can be A, B, C, or D. But your power tag has to be A. Okay, so there is a boom of thunder, a crackle of bright electricity from the corner of this room. What are the rest of you doing? Um, probably staring at... The blank page before you open yeah, up Esther the transforming window. into a god of thunder. Oh my gosh. We just got Jane yeah. Foster, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> the question is, is Drace distracted? Yeah, yeah, that's a good that's question. That's a good question. It's a pretty big deal. Interesting, interesting. Uh, sure, I'll say he has a distracted one status on him right now that somebody could apply uh, to a role to either remove the guarded four status or to try to get past the guarded four status to grab with the take the risk. Mm-hmm. So he's not down to a three I mean, it total. No, it'll be, it'll be gone after whatever y'all do next. He's only okay. going to be momentarily distracted. Okay, okay. So, like, this is a we-need-to-use-it-now thing. Yeah. Yeah. Muhammad is looking around the room, seeing this craziness happening with Esther, seeing the his best friend and his wife sitting, laying on the ground in pain, and he's just thinking, like, we need more. We need more people. This isn't going to work. Um, I would like to try to summon the Merry Men. You would like to summon the merry men. Um, how? How? How do you want to do this? So I'm thinking, he's just like thinking about it, and flashes of his former or of his mythos are flashing through his head. He's seeing all the people he's met before, and just thinking there has to be a way to get them here, and he's gonna remember. This like the the signal, like their bird call or whatever. Oh, okay. And just let it loose, okay, like as loud as possible. This sounds like a stop holding back. I figured. And which? Uh, oh no, you're gonna roll with plus the plus two. two. Um. Are you? Gonna oh yeah. Tell me which to... one it is? Is it significant? No return. Ultimate. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> this is significant. Okay. So on a 7 through 9, mark, fade, or crack, and burn all the power tags in one theme. On a 10+, plus, mark, fade, or crack on one theme. Okay. Come on, dice. Don't fail me. 6 plus 2, 8. It's an 8. So on a 7 through 9, you are going to mark, fade, or crack in one theme and yeah. burn all the power tags in one theme. Uh, which theme is that? I think I'm going to burn... And Mark Crack on Pro Bono Lawyer, because I haven't done anything with that for a while. This has become very much vigilante, and I'm really leaning into my mythos for this moment. So, so you're losing that lawyer side of me? Lose that lawyer side of me. All right. You let out this cry that echoes out across the city, tapping into your mythos. And with the mist not here, it's so easy to tap into your mythos and send it out to the city. You take advantage of this, and you let out this call. And then suddenly, uh, like little blips all around the room, people start to appear. Tessa, who's the first person to appear? X-Man appears. Okay. A portal opens up, and 
uh, little Xavier, the child from the Rat Pack X-Man, pops out. He looks around. Uh, and he lands eyes on Faye Carver <laughs> laying prostrate uh, on a broken marble table. Oh, Miss Carver! And he goes to run towards you, and Drace looks at him and sneers, and he like, Oh, okay, I'll stay. I'll stay right here for now. It's wow. okay. <laughs> oh, you would have trained wow. him. <laughs> nope. He's a child. <laughs> I thought they were trained, Mary. Nope. <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> Not at all. Oh, my uh, gosh. Okay, well, X-Men is here Yep. Now. Have no fear. 11-year-old X-Man is here. <laughs> Dang it. Dang it. <laughs> this uh, is a mistake. <laughs> Bill, or Jaime, who is the next person that appears? Uh, who's that guy that we... The faceless guy that we killed? Lynn? He dies. Lynn? He's, he's dead. dead. You can't use a dead one. Uh, he's <laughs> like dead dead? dead? I thought yes, you were he's just trying to make us dead. feel bad. No, he's no! very dead. No, he dead dead. He oh, wow, we're murderers. <laughs> You're just now realizing this? Welcome to the show. Declan? Declan Lestrange? Y'all have not met Declan Lestrange. (laughs) What am I supposed to... uh, I'm not going to let y'all bring in an iconic City of Mist character. (laughs) Pedro? Fair. Pedro. Okay. (laughs) Pedro. Yeah, Uh, There's another blip. And Pedro uh, appears crouching down where he was hiding on the other side of uh, Lestrange Antique's door. He pops into existence. He looks around and says, Oh, man. Oh, man. This is this is not good. This is supposed I, to be an epic moment. I am tripping. This is something else. <laughs> Why have I done this? What have I done? Carrie, who is the next person that shows up? If we're going with the route that we're going right now, then it's James the cook. <laughs> no! no! Please, no! <laughs> it's Hobby! Yes, it's Hobby. I wasn't wanting to summon okay. meat shields! <laughs> uh, go ahead and say it again. It's Hobby. Okay. There's a blip. And Hobby appears. Uh, with four spectral arms in addition to his uh, with blood on all six arms uh, he is like with three fists raised up or no five fists raised up and one like clutching at something on the ground uh, he appears he blinks a couple times he looks around and he sees you all and there's just a cluster of electricity thunder and storm in the corner so he doesn't (laughs) see Esther yet right uh, and he sees Faye, he sees Bill, he sees Muhammad and Woodard. What? What the? What the hell's going on? Where, where's Esther? Point to the lightning. Cloud. <laughs> Point to the lightning cloud. Uh, well, do you want to describe what you look like in this moment? It look like a storm. Okay. As the storm dissipates <laughs> and Javi sees you, um, my hair is. Black. Mm-hmm. Not red. Not red. Okay. And in blaze of my wings is <laughs> a red cape. Yes. A red cape. Okay. Uh, and Javi looks and sees you, and he sees the the hammer gripped in your fist, with no ring on my finger. With no ring on your finger. 
I like the new look. You too? Thanks. So are we gonna kick this guy's ass or what? Obviously. Alright. And all six hands slap against each other as he cracks all his knuckles. Cool. Uh, and Muhammad, who's the final person that appears? Goldie? Um, oh, Christian. That is an excellent choice. Um, there's a final blip. And we see Goldie appear. Uh, she has some... Uh, she has like a purse slung around her bag. A purse that she did not own until just a few seconds ago. And it is stuffed full of jewels. And there's like a little tiara. And she is holding a necklace of pearl beads in her fingers. And she's admiring them. And she suddenly appears. Um, what the actual hell? And she looks around. She sees Mohammed. Mohammed sees her appear. Uh, anyone else? <laughs> Honey bear. And she looks around at the room full of glittering artifacts and says, Oh, honey bear, you have outdone yourself this time. <laughs> um, so Mohammed does that. And summons four new people. And these, these four new people are four new power tags that y'all can use in this scene. Excellent. Okay, so we have X-Men. We have X-Men. <laughs> We are not Pedro. using X-Man. Just throw the kid at him. X-Man does not exist. Yeah, do the uh, do the uh, fastball special with X-Man. No. I'm not like throwing it. a child like to his doom. <laughs> so we have X-Man, we have Pedro, we have Javi. Does X-Man have powers? Nope. He is a child. Do, uh, does anyone but Javi, or does the other one have powers? Goldie has powers. What about Pedro? Pedro does not. Okay. Yeah, I mean, but he's got he the power of the fact that he's high. He might have plants on him. Oh. You know, though, he could give Faye Bud to mess with, to, to grow. Bud. Sure. Hey, Faye, Honestly, here's some Bud. Here's the thing. That's the only way she's getting plants sure. in this room. Oh, no, I've already figured out the plant. That's Pedro, fantastic. Pedro has some grass on him. Uh, Yeah, okay. So four new power techs. Who's next? Jeez. Is he still distracted? Uh... Sure, I'll say that he still it, has. It hasn't his... come back around to him, has it? Right? No, no, it hasn't. I'll, I'll say he still has his distracted one status. If y'all want to take advantage of that, I don't have much to work with. <laughs> uh, my power tags are uh, very bare. I have four between three of them, but no, my power tags are very bare. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> set you up. <laughs> but, um, I want to take advantage of his distraction is what I would like to do. Um, So I'm behind him. Wait, I'm behind him. Uh Does that that give me an advantage? Um, No, because dragons can sense each piece of treasure in their horde. He's a mom. He's got eyes in the back of his head. Oh, man. Okay. It does give you an attack of opportunity. No. It would give him an attack of opportunity <laughs> if he left his threatened square. Yeah. Could I leave a log in my place <laughs> <laughs> and grab the spear? Okay, at this I've point, though, it's becoming... I've missed this version of playing. 
<laughs> yes. Yeah. But it's become obvious to us that he's guarding the spear at this point, right? Yeah. Does that say, that seem fair? Okay. So um, I'm going to use good bluff and stay focused to jump out of my boots. I know that sounds weird, but I'm going <laughs> to do it anyway. Okay. Jump, <laughs> jump out of my boots and dive for the spear. Okay. So you have the, the bluff being the left boots. <laughs> no noise. Silence. Absolute silence. You're right, Carrie. I have missed this. <laughs> I missed this. It's pretty good. Uh, okay, so you have your plus two power tags. Uh, you're going to have a plus one for um, uh, his distracted status. And then you have a minus four for his guarded status. Uh, do you want to burn a tag to do this? Would it, I'd have to burn a tag that I'm using, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. I'm burning bluff. Okay. Uh, you burn good bluff, so you rolled a 10. Uh, really, you rolled an 11 because of plus one distracted. Uh, step it down by four. You rolled a seven, which means you succeed at grabbing the spear. However, I'm going to offer you a tough choice. Uh, your choice is... You grab the spear, and Drace notices just in time to turn around and punch you through the glass window into the air. Or, uh, he grabs you and flings you to the ground just like he did Faye, and you take a status. But I'll have the spear? Yes, either way, you will have the spear. So you either grab the spear, and he slams you down on the ground, and you take a broken five status. Or you grab the spear and he punches you away from everybody out into the open air in a free fall above the city. I take option two. He slams you into the ground? No, no. Oh, I I said it backwards. I said it backwards first. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Okay. So, uh, Bill, you jump up out of your boots, as you have said. (laughs) You snatch the spear of St. George, uh, and as you grab it, Drace turns around with a snarl. That is not yours! And his fist collides with your sternum. Uh, There's a crunch as both your sternum and the glass behind you crack, and you go flying out into the open air. But you have the spear. Were we like three floors up? Uh, uh, try uh, try eighty floors. Uh, up. Floors up. Uh, all right. So Bill has a spear. He believes he he's free falling, and he's free falling. Yeah, he wind powers. Bill, he say, And Drace watches Bill clutching the spear in maybe both hands now as he's flying out into the air. Uh, and he snarls, and he turns around, and you see like this noxious black smoke coming from between his teeth. He says, you are all nuisances, and I have had enough. His clothes rip as his skin splits, spilling out from the flesh of Drace DeSantos comes the form of this immense dragon. A tail unravels, weaving in between the uh, treasure trove, the display cases. You lose sight of it. 
Thick arms dig into the ground beneath them. A long neck full of scales and tissue and menace. Uh, Hold a head with crooked fangs and curved horns and yellow eyes. And it, like I said, that noxious gas is just spilling from its teeth like a fountain. And I need everybody that can see Drace to roll a face danger against a cowering in fear four status. I would like for X-Man and Pedro to automatically fail this so they run away. Please. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Snake eyes again. Really? Yeah. Wow. I am gonna burn my life lessons time. You wanna burn life lessons to succeed. Okay, go ahead and burn it. You succeed, you're unaffected. Faye? I don't have anything. Okay, go ahead and roll with plus zero. I got a nine. A nine, you take a cowering three status. Would it add to my burned or my busted back? No. So the sudden appearance of Drace's avatar dragon state... Uh, terrifies and shakes Mohammed to his core. Uh, X-Man also screams and goes running for the door. Uh, Pedro continues to cower where he is. Uh, Goldie and Javi seem shaken but ready to fight. Yeah, shaken but not stirred. Um, And that was his... He can do that as an intrusion when a people see his true dragon form. So what are y'all doing? First, note that as all of this is happening, Faye and Woodard have just been laying on the marble slab. Yep. <laughs> watching. Not moving. Yeah. Just well, or, back and forth. as he, like, turns into this dragon, you and Woodard could have scrambled away as, like, a dragon body crushed the rest of the marble table beneath it. Yeah, I didn't know how big he was if it would, like, force us to... He is immense. Okay. He fills immense this entire penthouse. Is not dimensions. He fills, he fills this entire, entire penthouse. penthouse. Yeah. Y'all have been married <clears throat> for too long. Um, <laughs> X-Men ran out. X-Men is rushing and screaming towards the door. When Esther and I shot up to the penthouse... Mm-hmm. How far away is that beanstalk now? A long ways away. Of course you it shot up that elevator shaft, and then y'all walked down a long hallway to get to this room. And then it subsequently died rapidly. Oh, it's did the it? weirdest thing. It was wow. like the soil that it was growing in was not enough to con- to uh, continue to give nutrients to this huge plant Fair. Uh, and it, it just died it's so weird there is no plants within like a mile radius of you except for except for the Pedro's bugs. drugs <laughs> wow that's so interesting Isn't that it? the plant did that <laughs> I can't wait for the geek out to hear all about the powers that are behind these great moves that you're making I explained um, it there was enough soil yeah that's dumb. 
Well, it takes that's how plants, plants work, Tessa. What? Yes, it does take plants <laughs> days to grow. Tessa, do you want to complain more about how you it made takes, this giant ass beadstalk? It takes plants days to grow. You made it grow instantly. Therefore, <laughs> the reverse is also true. It dies instantly. Nope. <laughs> what body part of the dragon is closest to Esther if he's taking up the whole penthouse? Probably a portion of his tail. I mean, he is. It's not like a. Uh, it's not like Smaug. He is like this long serpentine. Sorry. A dragon. I'm gonna wreck it. I would like to smash whatever okay. part is uh, next to me. Faye I was, know, but she's taking. So long. <laughs> yes, but they <laughs> do you want to do something. Honestly, <laughs> this last episode is gonna be the end <laughs> of everything. No, I, mean, I yes, just that's like the point. It's the last episode. <laughs> Esther was trying to get in there before she did, but she didn't. well, no, go for it. No. 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 No, really. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> Do something. No. Okay. Uh, yes. Okay. So Woodard and I like kind of fling against the wall. Um Faye is going to kiss Woodard and say, I love you. And then run over to Pedro. Okay. Weed. Do you have weed? His eyes, his bloodshot eyes go wide and look at you, and he blinks a couple of times. And his blinks are just so slow. He says, Man, what are you doing here? (laughs) Faye reaches into his pockets. Yeah, you find some buds. Okay, great. Um, Faye is going to burn her herbal infliction tag Mm. and as like the dragon smoke is filling the room she is going to get as close as she can so that it also like the fire or whatever that's coming that's causing that smoke ignites the Uh, it is not smoke it is damn it (laughs) it is poison gas okay Faye is going to um, something that will catch this stupid butt on fire. I mean, you could you could like just manipulate it to like I don't know, like release pollen or spores or its scent. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to burn it. I mean, you can just use your herbal infliction, like you're saying, to just Infuse make it do its thing. It. Okay. Um, so Faye is going to grab the weed out of Pedro's pocket Mm -hmm. and then just like open up her hands and use herbal infliction to like let it go like spread through the air Mm -hmm. um, as targeted at Drace as she can be. Um, You could just like run up straight under his face and just Explode sure. it right into his face. Sure. I just okay. want to talk about the beauty that is fighting a dragon with marijuana. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fight the power with marijuana. Um, okay. Let's say this is a. Uh, gosh. Um, I think this is a go toe to toe. So you're burning a power, or you're burning your uh, herbal infliction power tag. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you rolled a ten, as if you rolled a three plus. So uh, you get to choose two. You achieve your goal and take what they hold. Uh, you get them good and give them a status, or you block, dodge, or counter their best attempts to get you back. I get them good. I want it to affect um, his guarded. So I want to up the... that he's now distracted even more 
because things are a little unsure. Things are a little a little weird right now. For okay, him. okay. So you're taking that one, and you're gonna step it up to a three. Okay, let me take that. Uh, what do you want to call this status? It goes from distracted to high as a kite. High as a kite. Okay. Uh, I was gonna say buzzed. <laughs> buzzed. Nope. High as a kite. High as a kite works. Uh, <laughs> so you run up and you throw some weed oh in the dragon's face. Um, oh, you have one more option. Oh. Um, yes. Then I'm going to counter their best attempts by like rolling out of the way. Like I throw and roll. Excellent. And as soon as you roll out of the way, massive jaws clamp down where you once were. You feel the shockwave of this dragon's bite as it barely misses you. Uh, and he shakes his head and stands up. He, he like tries to get away from the cloud. And as it affects his senses and motor skills, his head like bangs into the roof of the building, sending tiles and shingles falling down into the room around him. And he's just like coiling back from it, shaking his head. No, no, this is not how this happens. Esther? We have stone dragon. <laughs> I want to smash him. He's the great stoned dragon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go ahead. That was uh, an excellent reference. <laughs> I'm going to use my powerful blow tag. Okay. Are you gonna apply any other tags? I don't know, but I feel like you still have Daddy's fighter. I know what I have. <laughs> I've known I know for ninety-two episodes what I have. I just don't use it. It's fine, but I'm feeling invigorated by the fact that I have lightning coursing through me now, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Javi and Bill are here. Mm-hmm. So, plus five for being... What? That was a a lot. Uh, I would like to use Daddy Spider, because why not? Daddy Spider. And... I mean, I don't know, but, like, I'm feeling invigorated by Javi being here. So, a plus one for Javi. Plus three. Plus three for High as a Kite. So, roll with a plus six. Nice. I would just like to say that Carrie's taking too long, and we should. <laughs> Amazing. I rolled an eight. Ooh, that's a fourteen. Okay. Yes. Yeah, five plus three is eight. I can count. Yes, but then I was like, "What did you add to it?" The, the addition was <laughs> fourteen. So, on ten plus, you are hitting him with a tier six status. Uh, you get to choose two. Still not going to do anything to him. Do you take <laughs> cover or secure a superior position? Uh, do you get them good and give them a status? You're already giving them a tier six. Uh, do you control the collateral damage? Do you hold the target's attention or do you gain the upper hand and get one juice? I want to get him good. Okay, so step it up to tier seven. And I want to secure a superior position. Uh... Okay, so it doesn't no, get you back. Wait, what was the what was the last one you said? Uh gain the upper hand and get one juice. Yeah. Okay. What would you use that juice on? What did you use again? Juice. 
choose is for the 90 second <laughs> time. Just change the game. Just rechange the game. Yes, That's you can use ones. juice to do one of those change the game from the, the first, seven through nine. I was partially joking. Uh, create a story tag, burn a power tag or story tag, or give a reduce a status. I want to gain the upper hand. And I get want... one juice? No. No. You want to take cover and secure a superior yes, position. Yes, I want to secure a superior position. Okay. So oh. describe for us, you have this new weapon. Your ring is gone. Your connection to Athena is gone. The And in a way, the mission that your dad gave you is gone. The manipulation around getting this ring onto your finger, you have chosen to lose that ring. To You have chosen to grab another item to make your own destiny and to make yourself into your own person free of your father. You hold that item in your hand. The dragon's tail weaves in serpentine curves in front of you. What do you do? I raise the hammer up over my head. Mm. And as I'm coming down and smashing into the tail, I it the hammer just feels like an extension of my body. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm finally coming in to who I am. Mm-hmm. I feel like myself for the first time. Okay. That hammer collides with the black scales of the dragon. There's a thunderous boom it catches your red cape and flutters it out behind you the glass on the other side of this dragon shatters outward from the blast from across the room drace de santos sneers and spits vehemently he felt that he takes a tier one status and uh one of his like legs is next to you and he goes to, like, claw out at you, but you've already danced out of the way, and you're next to Javi. And he looks at you, and he just nods. We cut away to Miss Minnie in her front yard, <laughs> sipping her cup of mist uh, with uh, the brother that brought her the cup now holding, like, a periscope up... Or not periscope. A telescope up to her eyes. Uh, periscope is a submarine... <laughs> I don't know how we got on the ground, boys. Uh, holding the telescope out in front of her. Uh, and she just says, Well, damn. We cut back to the crew. Perfect. Who's next? Um, Muhammad's terrified right now. Uh, but he looks around. He sees little X-Man running away. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you need? I was trying to look at your notes. I couldn't remember his name for a second, oh, but I okay, remembered okay. before I looked at it, before I saw it. You've got all the characters written down, so I was trying to find it. Um, yeah, he sees little X-Man running away. He sees all his friends. Goldilocks comes and puts a hand on him, and he kind of feels that warmth that they've had before, mm-hmm. and he's going to try to steal himself with that to reduce his status, his terrifying okay. status. Okay, so you want to roll a change the game. Yes. Okay. I'm going to roll a change the game. You got plus one for Goldie. Plus one for Goldie, plus one for X-Man. Ooh, okay. Because I want to protect the child. Excellent. Um, I want to use weighed and measured. I think that makes sense. Okay. So plus three. Come on. Nice. That's nine plus three. It exploded. That's 12. <laughs> it exploded. Yeah, no, uh, 12. 12, so you get two juice. 
cool. uh, creator You're wanting to step this down, so I'd assume uh, reduces status. Reduces status reduce. for three by three. So take it from a cowering four status to a scared one status. Scared one status. Or a shaken and one status. And I get status. two juice, right? I get you get three juice. Three juice. Because you rolled with yeah, the power right, of three. Right. So you step down if from a four. If I scale up the effect, would I be able to remove it completely? No. So you have sword. three juice. Yes. And if you use all three of those juice, you can take it down from a four, three, one, two. two. Per point of juice. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, okay. two, a one. So gotcha, you would have gotcha, a shaken gotcha. one status. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, what does what does Goldie say to you to like comfort you? Do you want me to come up with something that Goldie Please. says? Uh, okay. Um, By all means. She she touches your shoulder. She leans in close to you. She says, "Come on, honey bear. I know you're stronger than this." Muhammad looks up to her, feels that connection again. And stands up straight and tall, nods. Let's do this. Excellent. Very good move. Uh, Bill, you're plummeting through the air towards the city. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) You you flew up, crashed through a window, grabbed the spear, (laughs) fell down 80 floors. (laughs) All right, so Bill is dead. Uh, no. <laughs> I had I had a, a half cocked plan, as I do with most of my moves in any role playing game, and I am going to say or shout probably. Uh, I'll do it! I'll do it! I'll do it! I'll do it! Uh, the it I'm referring to is I will search for the bacabs. I will do whatever they need me to do. If they will just come, <laughs> give me my power back so that I don't splat on the ground. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Um, oh my gosh. Uh, so you're you're shouting. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. All right. How would we? N- how can I use the game to do this and not just spring things on you? Didn't the Bacabs... Yeah, he doesn't so know them. last episode, Jaime, um, something... Oh, well, this is awkward. Something <laughs> big happened with the Bacab. They actually... So you know how you kept having these visions of, like, you as a Bacab stopping some tragedy or choosing to be with your family? Yeah. Well, that great tragedy was this event. Uh, it was, as the Bacab... All four of you held up the corners of the sky. Uh, and so what happened was Drace DeSantos activated this thing that literally blew up the sky. Oh. And so the Bacab showed up to hold it in place. But without you there, they were overwhelmed <laughs> and the sky crashed down on top of them. Oh. Um, but this is extremely beautiful. It is. And I'm going to do it. So you are plummeting, holding the spear, clutching it to your chest, saying, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. And your wish is echoing out across the city. Uh, and we see uh, Alec. Uh, we see Alec Baldwin, uh, one of the four Bacab, uh 
lying prostrate, splayed out all around him on a street. Carnage is going all around him. People suppose he's dead, and so they're stepping over his body. He hears your plea echoing out. And he looks towards Legendary Solution Plaza, and he sees just the speck falling towards the earth. And he reaches out both hands toward you, both of his tattooed hands, and he says, I gotcha. We cut to another person, a woman with short blonde hair in a business suit. Uh, She is also similarly splayed out in a different direction. She sees you plummeting towards Earth. She reaches out with one tattooed hand, and she says, Yeah, sure, whatever. (laughs) And we cut to the fourth Bacab, a portly man in a AC maintenance uniform coveralls uh and he looks up and sees you and he gives you the finger guns he says you got it buddy he gives you the finger guns and from these three different directions comes a rush of light racing up the street coming towards legendary solutions plaza they connect beneath bill they coalesce into one single color a green glowing color That green glowing color shoots up like a column from the ground, racing towards you. You see it racing towards you, you turn your body towards it, and your feet land on a cloud. And as your bare feet touch the cloud, you see the black lines of tattoos curl up over your toes, around your ankles going up your pant legs, across your chest, your back, down your arms, up around and underneath your ears. Your tattoos are returned to you. Got it. Man, welcome back. Dope. Yeah. Uh, And you start racing back towards the penthouse. Back in the penthouse. What's happening? Muhammad, seeing that Esther, even with all her newfound power, did not seem to really do a lot to this thing, is going to look to um, Goldie and say, Do you think you could do something about this? I can get you close. And he wants her to go forward and use her powers of too hard to reduce the status of his armor. Do you mean too soft? It'd be too hard, because she's touching something that's too hard and making it soft, right? What, she would say too soft to make it too soft. Oh, okay, soft. then yes. Okay. Mm, okay. Yes, yes. You're very clever. I know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> she, uh, she nods and she says, but when this is all over, I get to steal as much of this shit as I want, and you and Woodard can't say anything about it. Deal? I'll distract Woodard. I'm all yours, honey bear. Okay. Uh, yeah, um, so he's gonna yell out to Javi as well. Javi, mm-hmm. I could use a hand here. And him and Javi are going to walk, or go side like, one on each side of her to, like, block the tail, block the wings, whatever. As she just calmly walks forward, taps the dragon, and his scales soften. Okay. 
let's roll a uh, change the game. Yeah, with plus one for Javi and mm-hmm. Goldie, mm-hmm. and um, bar the way. Okay. That's seven plus three, ten. A ten. All right. So you get a two juice. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I got. Oh, a, you get three juice. Three juice. Excellent. So yeah, we're going to reduce the status of whatever he's got yeah by three okay uh so like you said you and uh javi shielding her with your bodies uh he swats at you with one claw with a tail at javi uh javi's six arms bat the tail away uh and goldie skipping and frolicking like she does goes up puts one hand on her hip swirls her finger above her head and then just lightly tap Drace's uh, scales and says, too soft. And then we we uh, we see like this shiny black surface of the scales suddenly dull. And Drace's wide yellow eyes looks at the three of you and says, oh, no. I would like you, Muhammad, to roll a face danger uh-huh. against a rent flesh five yep. status. Um, I don't have any help points on Muhammad, but can Faye, like, she's just rolled, she looks up, she sees this happening. Can Faye yell, Woodard, help! As, like, to give him a Woodard but he could distract him. Okay. Do you want to try to help me in some way? Yeah, I mean, I do. I guess I'll throw the hammer in that direction to, like, block the hit. Okay. So, uh... But now, you... does the hammer come back to me? Of course. It's you just have to press yeah. A. Obviously. I was just... <laughs> <laughs> just making sure. A. I'll make sure to press A after okay. I throw it. Was, okay. Yeah. What, is the, what was the question? How many help points do you I have using? two. Do you want to use all two? Yes. Top two. Okay, so okay. two... From Esther, one from Woodard. Oh, okay. So three. Three? Woodard, shoot at him. Help him. Of course. (laughs) And he, like, limply uh, manifests the bow in one arm and pulls back the arrow as far as his busted shoulder can, and he lets it fly, uh, hitting Drace in the side of his head right as the hammer hits him in the claw. Uh, Muhammad, roll with a plus three. Eleven. 11. Amazing. So your claw, his claw (laughs) smashes into the ground next to you, barely missing. Uh, Incredible. It's power teamwork. That's right. Who's next? Anyways. uh, So I'll summon, I'll reach my arm up and summon the light, the thunderbolt from that shattered window and then I will shoot it through the hammer and strike him. Okay. Uh, Go ahead and roll a hit with all you've got. So I'm going to use the Thunderbolt. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's probably it. Nine. A nine. So you hit. You're going to hit him with a tier one status. Of course, he still has his uh, scales at a status of three and you get to choose one of those options 
So stepping up by one won't do you any good. Would she not still get a bonus from his other status that he still has on? Oh yeah, has a kite. Yep. So that would have been a plus three. So that would have bumped it up to a ten. What was her? Current? Yeah, it wasn't. Then yeah, her better twelve. Okay. So I bump it up to a tier power of four. Uh, minus the three for the scale, so that would be a one that you're hitting him with. So I'll do uh, I'll get him good, and I'll get, hit him with a two. Nice. Okay, I hit him with a two. All right, so you step up his, and you get one more choice. I think I want to hold his attention. Hold his attention, so it's on you. Okay, so you channel that lightning, blast it into his chest. He rears back uh, his softened scales, not doing anything to diffuse the blow. Uh, He bellows out, uh, and as he does, that claw that is over near where you are is going to serrate you across the back. Roll a face danger against a uh, rent flesh five status. And no react before it happens anymore. I guess, can I use my, um, maybe my daddy's fighter? Okay. Um, and Javi, because Javi's going to see him swing at me and he's going to react. Okay. Javi is across the room from where you are because yeah, he, he was just fighting arms. with Goldie. I mean, that's, that's fine. Yeah, but they're not like no, 15 feet yeah. long. Okay. He doesn't have well, six Mr. Use, Fantastic I'm going to use Daddy's fighter just because like, I know how to respond. to like My okay. body has been trained to respond. Certainly. Okay. Are you burning it or are you rolling it? I'm burning it. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you feel that swipe coming for your back. You duck out of the way as the uh, that huge claw crashes through three different trophy display cases, scattering their contents every direction. Uh, Andres DeSantos is going to use a soft move to... Uh, he takes in a deep breath, and as he does, you see the veins in his eyes recede as he takes the poison that you hit him with, processes it, and then shoots out his own poison breath. Everybody in the penthouse, roll a face danger against a choking on fumes four status. Uh, well, hold on. Before everybody rolls, do you have any powers where you could avoid being affected by poison? Esther does not, unless lightning can somehow protect her from it. Okay. Uh, then, Could uh, my bestial roar create a bubble of sound? <laughs> <laughs> no. I like the way you're thinking. Can I hold my breath? No. <gasps> uh, so if you do not have a way to defend yourselves, you cannot roll to defend yourselves. We can't even add anything? If you have something, you can add it. Well, no, if we don't have anything to add, we can't just roll outright? If you have no way to defend yourselves, you can't do it. So, like, in the past where you have like had a blow coming at you everybody can try to get out of the way of a punch no matter what tags you have Mm. but you can't get out of the way of a sudden gust shooting at you Mm -hmm. a poison cloud descending on you so everybody takes a choking on fumes (laughs) four status 
Faye's looking like Esther over there. Yeah, yeah. can we switch? <laughs> I've got three on me too now. Faye was not meant for fighting. Yeah. What was this again? Choking on gas? Choking on fumes four. This noxious black smoke fills the entire room. Uh, from Bill's perspective, through like the busted windows, you see like a fountain of this smoke start to billow out and drip down the side, uh, multiple floors down the side of this skyscraper. Um, cutting back inside, uh, you're all choking, clutching at your throats, uh, grabbing fabric and forcing it over your mouth and nose as this noxious gas fills this area. Uh, and as it starts to dissipate, you see that you three are the only ones standing. Woodard, Pedro, Javi, X-Man, X-Man left, and Goldie are all prostrate on the ground. And you also do not see Drace. Bill, you see Drace's long serpentine form slip through the hole that your body made and he goes and climbs up on top of the skyscraper, coiling himself around the uh, huge antenna there. He grips it with both claws. It kind of bends a little underneath his immense weight. He lets out a roar that echoes across the city. And from every corner of the city, people stop and look. Their eyes all directed towards the dragon who would be king, who would be a god, in the conflict that is happening on top of Legendary Solutions Plaza. There is an ominous crack of thunder that silhouettes the dragon's shape. The three of you are choking inside the treasure room. Bill, you are rushing up the side on your cloud with the spear. Bill, I think it would be appropriate. What do you do? I see, I think, what needs to happen. So, um, I'm going to attack this serpent. I'm going to try to strike his heart. And I'm going to burn my tattoo manipulation um, by wrapping it around the spear where like two prongs come out of either side of the spear um and i'm going to use my nimbus and uh hold on let's see there's there was one other thing i wanted to use for sure let me get in my text message yeah well if you if you are burning your tattoo manipulation uh you you don't need you can't one you don't need to add anything because you already succeed and two you can't add anything else Oh, 92 episodes, folks. <laughs> yeah, it just makes it a 10 with a power of 3. Yeah. But what if I think I can do better? No, just burn it. <laughs> you could roll. <laughs> no, I'm going to hit it with all you got. I don't want to roll a snake, guys. That would be terrible. Okay. Yeah. It would be the worst. Be so awful. you are burning your tattoo manipulation with a hit with all you've got. Yep. So you are hitting just him. Just got it back. <laughs> you are hitting him with a, a tier 3 status. You get two options. Uh, cover, Take cover or secure a superior position. Get them good or get many of them. Control the collateral damage. Hold the target's attention or gain the upper hand. Um, get them good. 
How can I possibly take a secure? Actually, you know what? It's easy to take a secure position because I have a cloud. Okay, I'm going to get him good <laughs> and then take a superior position. And as I'm charging at him, I'm going to loudly scream. I always tickle sleeping dragons and go straight at him. <laughs> yeah, and you fly straight towards him, riding uh, your cloud like a knight would ride his steed. Uh, and you plunge it, you fling it with your tattoo manipulation towards him, and it slips through his scales as if they weren't even there. So you were hitting him with a... You chose to step it up by one? Yeah. So you're hitting him with a... a tier four. A tier four status. Uh... He reels back this accursed spear plunged into his side. You tear it out as you dance away from his swipes and his tail uh, on your cloud, just spiraling around him. And he, he cries out in a booming voice, I will not be slain here today. I was defeated once by this spear. I was a god. And he keeps swiping at you as he's speaking and screaming. I ruled a nation. They worshipped me. They gave me their livestock, their children to feast upon. And then a knight comes and runs me through with a spear. But he does not kill me. Instead, he uses me as a bargaining chip for his religion, threatening to let me loose upon the village unless they are baptized. Do you know what a mockery that is? And he swings again, and the pole bends under his weight even further. I am no bargaining chip, and St. George is dead, as you soon will be. Bill, I would like you to roll a face danger against Drace's terrifying presence. Would that be stepped down by one that no with the superior position? No. Uh, no. He he gets to do this as an intrusion. Oh. Uh, so he can just do it. That's OP. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's the final boss. He is the avatar. <laughs> no, no, that's too OP. It's not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, how? Okay. So if I if he terrifies me, if I die, if the world ends, you know, there is no family anymore. Uh, so I'm kind of that's hearts racing and um, focusing all my attention on that reason. Mm-hmm. And so I'm gonna burn that. And, okay. And attempt to not get terrified. You burn a reason to keep going. Your family is your reason to keep going, and you are not afraid. Let's cut back down to the treasure room. The three of you are uh, choking. The smoke is dissipating, but it is still filling your lungs, trying to suffocate you, uh, slowly killing you from the inside out. Uh, Your companions are unconscious. What are you three doing? (laughs) Uh, Who's still standing? It's just us. Can either of you fly? 
I can't. Yes, you can. No. I can't. She can only choose one power tag. Forking shirt. Yeah. She can hit with her hammer real good, and she can summon lightning. Yep. That's all we can do. Um, Esther's gonna move to the window, though. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And if she, like, looks out the window, can she put eyes on him? Oh, yeah, he's massive. You can see his shape, like, rocking back and forth. immense. He is immense. So, (laughs) Esther wants to throw her hammer at him. Okay, so just leaning out the side of the window, just... (laughs) Yes. I mean... Okay. Do you want to burn it, or do you want to uh, roll? As good a time as any. I guess I'm going to burn it. Okay, go ahead and burn it. This is going to be bad. You you hit with all you've got, as if you rolled a 10 with a power of 3. So you're hitting him with a power of uh, a tier of 3. His scales get to step it down by a 3. You get two options. What do you do? I want to get him good. Mm -hmm. So step it up to a 4, so he's going to take a 1 status. And I want to gain the upper hand, but I don't know how I would do that. I don't know what that would look like. Well, it just means that you have some sort of advantage. Uh, like, you can... I mean, Juice is so uh, veritable. Yes, versatile. Uh, you hit him, and then you use that Juice to create... Oh, look, there's a uh, one of those things that goes up and down when people wash the windows. Uh, oh, look, there's a fire escape that leads up to the roof. Uh, or, like, a roof access. Uh, something like that. So yeah, I guess um, I'll hit him, and then I'm gonna. As I'm like leaning out, I look over and I see a window washer's like platform. Platform. Okay. Uh, we just named it a, <laughs> a window washer's platform. I know, but I feel like it's had an actual name. I'm just curious. Uh, okay, so you hit him with a tier one status. It steps up by one pip. He still has a tier four injured status. Uh, you look over and you see the window washers station. Uh, do you point it out to your teammates? Guys, there's scaffolding out here. <laughs> Guys, there is scaffolding. <laughs> okay, wait, let me take that. Okay. There's scaffolding out here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going to be. Guys, out. Oh, no. Uh. Um, there's scaffolding out here we can use to get to the top and to get out of the poisonous gas. And Let's as, go. And as soon as she says that, Drace's tail whips into the window, wraps around Esther, and whips her out into the air, and then releases to let her fall. Hmm. You did not secure a superior position. Nope. Yeah, boy. Esther is in free fall. Yeah, boy. What do the two of you do? I'm a bear. And I'm I can't fly. Free. I'm gonna climb up there and try to rake at him. That's all I can do. <laughs> um, I don't think you're gonna let me do this, but I'm going to try. Um, Faye is going to yell to Muhammad. Get everyone close together. Pull them all together. Um, and then she's going to get close to everyone and think very hard. Because she's 84s up. And I want to reduce the building to nature, like one floor at a time. And which would create like a little landing for Esther. Uh, 
Okay. This would be on a scale that we have never seen before. Definitely this whole episode back. is on yes. a scale oh, yeah, we've never so seen. So please roll a stop holding back. Yeah. Um, I uh, was going to burn that tag, but... Can't do it for a stop holding back. I mean, you could definitely burn it to use it in a way that, like, is within the limits of your power. But, like, you reducing uh, man-made structures that are 80 floors down from you mm-hmm. is something that you have never done. Even you falling towards that uh, right. rooftop and doing that, there was a guard in there. Yeah. Uh, you weren't that far away. You used it. So you, you burned it to do that. But this is... Uh, I mean, this is on a whole new scale because you're wanting to reduce it by floors uh, to create like this forest for her to fall into this cushion. Um, yes. Um, I think this is no return because you are. I mean, if Esther hits the ground, she's dead. This is a huge moment. So on a 7 through 9, replace one theme. On a 10 plus, mark fade and crack and burn all power tags on one theme. And you're going to roll with your logos themes. You have one logos. Okay, we got to make room. It's all good. All you got to roll is 6 or higher. 6 or higher. You guys. You're stressing me out! <laughs> <laughs> got this. Believe in you. I rolled an eight. You rolled an eight. So on a seven through nine, replace one theme. Well, I rolled a nine, but it wouldn't matter. Yeah. yeah. So what theme are you replacing? What theme is gone? Mm. Which would which would make narrative sense for you creating this? Um. Well, I mean, I'm torn between nature as a friend of mine or Maypole of the Maiden. Why Maypole of the Maiden? Maple of the Maiden because I'm channeling more of the like nature guardian garden piece guardian of the garden piece of me and like not connecting to the Maid Mary in peace as much but I also could uh, see the argument that nature as a friend of mine would go because I'm using so much of that okay uh sure uh so describe for us how does this look and what happens as your maypole to your maypole of the maiden as it is gone? Okay. Um, so you've already seen throughout the episode, or through, nope. You've already seen throughout the fight the Maid Marian form deteriorating from Faye um, as she moved out of Avatar State. And then as she starts reducing everything to nature, holding Woodard's hand. With her eyes closed, fully focused on catching her best friend and keeping everyone with her alive, um, you see the staff just kind of like glitter out and very dusty, very Marvel. We're pulling in a lot of Marvel today. Yeah. Um, she just starts appearing more. It's less that Faye has this sense of royalty about her and more this sense of nature about her. Um, And so her demeanor just starts changing as the maypole of the maiden goes and you start 
kind of noticing that she's teetering over. She may be a little bit more clumsy again. Um, but she's slowly becoming more and more her. Um, yeah, that dissipates. The bottom floors of Legendary Solution explode with foliage in place of steel girders and uh, tree trunks in place of glass windows. Uh, this oasis of nature blooms out from the bottom floors of Legendary Solutions Plaza. And we see Esther uh, falling towards it and she disappears through the canopy of this forest. Muhammad, what are you doing? Muhammad's like, Bill's gonna need help. And he's gonna run out the window to the scaffolding and start climbing. And I guess that's what he's gonna do. Okay. Uh, we'll just say you, you start climbing. It is only a short distance with the scaffolding up to uh, like this flat area that then tapers into the antenna. Very Empire State Building. Okay. Uh, is there like air conditioning units and stuff up here? Definitely. Cool. <laughs> what? I mean, <laughs> um, Muhammad reaches the top, be jumps the over the edge, go. looks up at this massive dragon form, mm-hmm. sees Bill kind of just squirrely in around him. Yeah. Um, and he's gonna look around for a second. He notices the an air conditioning units. He's gonna grab one, rip it off the roof, and chuck it. Let's go toe-to-toe. Excellent. Let's Are you that. burning a, a tag to do this? I'm checking. <laughs> Let me look. Do you have any left? Seriously? Burning it will give it power plus two. Uh, I mean, yeah. I could burn athletic for this. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so, yes. Uh, Muhammad is burning athletic in order to succeed at throwing this to distract <clears throat> the dragon. Okay. So you every muscle he has. Pretty much. Yeah. To rip this thing out of the... Yeah. I mean, he ripped a tree out of the ground earlier, so it's not that far out yeah. of character. You, you chunk this industrial-sized AC unit at Drace DeSantos, the dragon. Yes. Um, go toe-to-toe. So you go toe-to-toe. You get to choose to achieve your goal, take what they hold, get them good and give them a status, or block, dodge, or counter their best attempts. I will achieve my goal of distracting him, and I will block, dodge, or counter his best attempts. Okay. Uh, so it resoundingly thuds against his armor. Uh, he pauses from swatting at Bill for a moment to look and glare down at you. Um, Bill, what do you do? I take advantage of the distraction. Mm-hmm. And, okay, so I stabbed him and the spear went through his scales? Yes. When you say the spear went through the scales, do you mean, like, ethereally? Or do you mean, like, it penetrated? What, what are we, what I, are we talking about? I mean, it's I mean it cut through the scales like a knife through butter. Oh. Oh, okay. Like, that is it, it did not matter how hard or how soft the scales were. Oh. This item is the bane of the dragon. Okay. Its only purpose is to kill the dragon. And that is what it does. All right. I'm going to stab him with a spear. Okay. <laughs> uh, so you get a... Yeah, you get a plus You get a plus one for the spear. Okay. Plus one. 
I did smokescreen. And... Blunt force trauma. That's three. This is very much not the one today. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> this is piercing damage, if any. It is piercing damage. Uh, <laughs> so, smoke screen, I guess you're making like a, a thing to fly through? Yeah, smoke screen to fly through. The spear. I'll use my tattoo tower shield as a form of defense whenever he swings back at me. Okay. So, plus and three so far. Did you distract him? I did. Did that do anything to give him a bonus? Yeah, would um, that be plus four? Sure. We'll make it a plus four. All right. Let's roll it. Go for it. Come on. Uh, nine plus four would be 13. 13, heck yeah. All right. You uh, are hitting them with a tier four status. Um, and you get two options. Take cover. Get them good, control collateral damage, hold the target's attention, or gain the upper hand. I'm a fan of get them good, and is it? am I allowed to use that every time, or is that... Nope, you can definitely use that every time. Okay, and then I get them good, and I secure a superior position. Uh, Bill, you come back by with another flyby. You jab that spear into their side, uh, rending it open. Uh, Drace DeSanto starts to flail and fling about... This, these two gashes are larger than they should have been. For the size he is, and the size of the spear that you wield, the, the wounds should not be as gaping as they are. Uh, and you fly back by pulling the, the spear back uh, to your side uh, as you ride by him. Um, and as Drace DeSantos is flailing and flinging about... The bottom of the building, which is no longer steel and concrete, starts to sway and creak and move. And suddenly, Legendary Solutions Plaza is toppling. You feel the building start to lean. Muhammad, you're on the roof. Faye, you are in the penthouse with uh, your four compatriots. Uh, Esther, you are down around floor five uh, in like some vines and banana leaves. Um, Always the banana leaves. Always banana leaves. Um, And Bill, you're flying around. Legendary Solutions Plaza is starting to fall. What do y'all do? So, as it's starting to fall, is it going to, like, am I in danger of being crushed at this point? Uh, Possibly. I grab Muhammad, because he's the closest person that I can see. Okay, Bill swoops by, grabs Muhammad. So what do I, with where I'm at, what do I notice, what do I, what do I know is going on from where I'm at? From where you are, you hear the trunks of the trees start to groan, and I think you look over and you see this massive tree that has grown out of a girder, or that once was like a cement pillar and girder starts to crack and buckle and twist like under hurricane force winds uh, starting to crack and break Um, and looking up through the foliage you see the rest of the concrete and glass building start to move and shake so is there a way for me to like 
I don't know. I'm going out on a limb here. <laughs> um, <laughs> but is there a way to like, I don't know, grab onto a lightning bolt to like get out from where I'm at? You want to like ride the lightning to web sling your way out of here? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right, I'm Wonder just Woman. trying for something. You can tell me no. I'm just. I mean, I'm if Wonder Woman can do straws. it, why can't Esther Black? So sure, go ahead and uh, roll a take the risk oh and gosh. add your lightning to it. Uh, or you could burn your lightning. I know that's what. I, uh, you already burned sure. your hammer. Sure, I'm gonna <coughs> just because this is gonna be really cool. Go for it. <laughs> I'm okay. gonna burn my my lightning. Okay. And I have nothing left, so like this is it. <laughs> yeah, this your, is it. You got your logos tags. <laughs> uh, I have. I still have my gun. Okay. That's so, true. I still have my gun. Uh, you reach out and black lightning streaks down from a blood red sky, not born from any cloud, but just born from you and your will and you reach out and you grab it like substantially and you hoist yourself up out of the tree and you swing and fly away uh, from the collapsing building uh, Bill and Muhammad riding the cloud Faye and I really hope that little little X-Man got out already it's the craziest thing uh, when X-Man got to the elevator Something malfunctioned with the elevator, and it went immediately from floor 80 to floor 1 in, like, five seconds. Very strange. There was no uh, damage done to him. Yeah, he was in a different elevator. Uh, (laughs) It was the craziest thing. He reached the floor in, like, five seconds flat, and he ran very quickly away, slipping through the paramilitary force. Uh, and is now running home through the streets toward his house. Uh, it's amazing how that all worked out, and he's perfectly <laughs> safe. So what are you doing? You're in a room full of magical objects in a penthouse 80 floors up. Well, now it's around 76 floors up. The 75th one's <laughs> about to go. So Of course it's Faye with the four unconscious, because if it was Esther, she'd have been out of there already, and the four unconscious would have just been like... Out of luck. Uh, that's true. Wow. And that's, that's why Esther that. wasn't there. Yeah, that's true. It is, a, it is appropriate that out of everybody, Faye is the one it's with the It's a good thing that you're people. the one there because Muhammad wouldn't have been able to do anything either. And it's good that oh, it's Esther not Avatar Faye. True. But it's true Faye. True. Yeah. So what are you doing? Um, so I have two options. One is that um, there is a baby Groot in as part of the ancient artifacts okay that's out uh <laughs> worth the shot already there was a thor hammer already right. said there, was no, there was no plant life up here i want to push everyone out of the open window <laughs> including myself and catch us with plant growth okay i would have been fine with saying there's a flying carpet in one of the cases but yeah let's do that <laughs> <laughs> That's the play. You push everybody out the window, and you all start plummeting down uh, towards the trees. Um, roll a take the risk uh, to catch everybody. Can I just burn plant growth? Sure can. Yeah. I'm burning plant growth. You burn plant growth, and you succeed. 
Uh, describe for us, how do you save everybody? Um, as we're falling, picture like when skydivers grab each other's hands, like as I'm pushing everyone out of the They room. magically wake up and start holding hands? I mean, if you're falling, do their unconscious fingers like slowly drift together and serendipitously like just lays, <laughs> interlace with each other as they're just ragdoll falling through the air? Oh my I forgot God. I couldn't hold all their hands. I was thinking of Woodard. <laughs> <laughs> she holds Woodard's hand and everybody else is on their own, but she was helpful they would wake up when they fell. Keep going. That was as, a silly scene. As, as everyone is just falling randomly then, um, two trees burst up and naturally more banana leaves sprout um, and a, a hammock of sorts is made between those two trees. Think very rainforesty tall trees. Um, and everyone just kind of falls in there and Faye is now in a hammock with four unconscious humans. Okay. They're going to build the best rainforest cafe out of these ruins. <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, it's the original rainforest cafe. That was the whole point of this yes, entire story. The whole story is the origin of rainforest cafe. <laughs> you got it, folks. Uh, you heard it here first. <laughs> so Faye, you catch Buzzers. everybody. So Faye, you catch everybody cradling them in this banana hammock. Uh, and Muhammad, you are riding the cloud with uh, Bill. Esther, you uh, swing away Just on this lightning. Hanging on some lightning. <laughs> you swing away on some lightning. Uh, and Legendary Solutions Plaza, the uh, center of the city, the pinnacle of commerce and economy, topples. It crashes down into the city, destroying blocks worth of buildings and businesses and homes. Uh, Drace DeSantos' huge serpentine dragon body crashes to the ground as well uh, in the little diamond-shaped courtyard where Jimmy the Butcher's body uh, is still remaining. Uh, There is dust and particles everywhere. And I think serendipitously, uh, Esther, your lightning slinging lands you, and then we see Bill and Mohammed alight on the ground, and Faye, a banana leaf, like opens up and puts you on the ground as well. The four of you are standing here, this smoke and dust and debris billowing around you, and you can hear Drace's labored breathing. This was my coronation. I will not rest until I have devoured each and every one of you. The smoke dissipates like the Red Sea, and you see Drace's injured, crumpled form, still immense, wrapping around this entire courtyard in front of you. He stands up on his two forearms. He's still not dead. Bill holds the spear in his hand. The four of you are together on the ground. What do y'all do? That's Band of Brothers, this bad boy. (laughs) Let's all grab onto the spear and just do it. Spattering ram run it. Let's end this. 
I have an idea. If you've seen Final Fantasy Advent Children, <laughs> the final scene when they're just throwing cloud through the air yes. in different areas. Yes. I say we do that with Esther. Yes. Use our powers, launch her at the dragon somehow, and just get him. Yes. Let's do it. I look at Esther and I just like hand over the spear. Esther takes the spear. Uh, Muhammad walks over to her. I've only done this with water, but... And he puts his hand down for her to step into it. She steps into it. He's going to rear back. Chuck her straight towards the dragon. Okay. Muhammad chucks her straight towards the dragon. His tail coils up like a serpent and whips towards Esther, who's going to be the next to help her. I'm going to fly to her defense and... uh... I manipulate my tattoo powers into a shield and fly uh, straight past Esther into this uh, oncoming tail, uh, stopping the tail in the process. Yeah, your shield collides with his tail. There's a resounding clang as your cloud dissipates and you go spinning off into the dust cloud. Uh, But Esther is still soaring through the air towards uh, the dragon. Drace DeSantos rears up, uh, his head snapping back, ready to let out a noxious gas straight in Esther's direction to kill her and finally choke all life from her. Faye is going to grab one of the, like, like a tall piece of bamboo that's near her and start running at him, yelling... Which one of us really has the spear? So you're, you're like acting like you have the spear in your hand with bamboo? Yeah. Okay. So you rush towards swinging, or er, holding the bamboo like a spear. Uh, he hesitates for a moment. Is this a trick? Uh, were you going to run him through this entire time? And he looks down, directing his noxious breath at you, right as Esther closes the distance with him. Uh, Esther, the red cape billowing behind you, your arm pulled back with the spear, your biceps flexing, electricity crackling along your arms. The screen cuts to black. And then we see some text down at the bottom of the screen. And a few months passed. It is winter in the city. There is snow. There is slushy ice in the streets. People are going back and forth trying to get uh, their presents for their different winter holidays. People are bundled up drinking cocoa. There are lights streaming down the streets. Little nutcrackers are decorating the different lamps. And I would like for each of you to go around and tell me where is the crew three months after you killed Drace DeSantos and saved the city? Uh, me and my family are in this recently rebuilt and refinished, if it's not too much of an imposition, bar. And my 
my family shouldn't be in a bar, but it's also like a bar and grill. So we're enjoying some food in a local dive. So, Bill, we see you with your family uh, crowded around a uh, familiar looking booth. And I think a uh, man in a serving apron walks up. Uh, He slaps down a plate of fish and chips in front of Billy. And Billy looks at it and says, what? What is this? I, Dad, I wanted ice cream. Well, <laughs> we'll get ice cream after. This looks disgusting. And he, like, pokes at it. We'll taste it first. This is the worst Christmas ever. <laughs> he, like, takes a bite of it. Um, and Sheila is sitting in the booth next to you. Uh, one hand resting on your bicep, the other resting on your shoulder. Uh, and she leans over and kisses you. It's not that bad. I am at the back of the refurbished bar in my office, and I am just, like, finishing up the books for the night or whatever. I finish them up, and I glance at the pictures on my desk, um, one of my father, um, and then the other of... A group of people that look completely different now, but a picture of what they were when this all started. I kind of half smile, and then I walk out of the office, and I walk uh, into the bar. I come out from behind the, I guess, the bar area, and I come over to Bill's family with a bowl of ice cream. (laughs) Thanks, Miss Black! And he, like, uh. shoves the fish and chips to the side and grabs <laughs> the ice cream. So fitting. <laughs> I'm the one who has to pay for the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> Gooch over, kid. And I'll, like, sit with him. Okay. Uh, <laughs> awkwardly join him. Esther, what name do we see above the bar? In curvy neon lettering, what do we see? The Cruise Tavern. The Cruise Tavern? Mm -hmm. Okay. The Cruise Tavern. So you see the inside of the forest, for lack of a better term, a pond close to Faye and Woodard's cottage that looks eerily similar to the pond that once upon a time the monster friend was drinking out of um, when he was with Lisa Faye and Woodard are just comfortably sitting on the couch. Faye's got her head on his shoulder. And um, just talking about life and enjoying really their first time to be together alone since they got married. Um, And then Faye gets a text and looks down at her phone. Oh, We've got to get to the bar. Bill's already there. But I was enjoying our honeymoon. It's been three months. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently the honeymoon phase is over. (laughs) Faye giggled. No, we can just take a quick break. And (laughs) they walk out, walk through one of the trees right outside their house. And then it opens up right in front of the cruise tavern. 
Um, and they walk in and see Bill and Esther and the family. And Faye, you know, just, hey, from uh, as she walks in and her and Woodard sit down at the table pulling up chairs. And then Muhammad walks through the door pushing the wheelchair. Uh, and you see Logan pushes him up to the table, takes a seat, looks over to Woodard. It worked. I'm glad. You're doing a good thing. Faye smiles sadly with a tinge of regret, um, but a, a bittersweet smile. Uh, Esther looks at Faye. Want a drink? Um, I think actually I'm going to hold off on drinks for the next seven to nine months or so. <laughs> <laughs> Esther smiles, even though she wants to roll her eyes. <laughs> as long as you name her Esther. Deal. We have not decided on anything yet. Uh, I think it would be presumptive, honey, to... Esther pats Woodard on the shoulder and says, don't be a jackass. It's Christmas. <laughs> or whatever winter holiday you want it to be. Can we can we have Goldie skip through the door at that point, like all dazzled up with stuff? Yes, we Please. can. Uh, Goldie, there's a jingle. Goldie skips through the door, uh, wearing items that once again she did not own an hour ago. Um, bought with the proceeds that she stole from Drace DeSantos's hoard, uh, and she. Uh, grabs a loose chair, spins it around, and sits on the back of the chair with her feet in the seat. Uh, She says, look at us. Just a cute little family. Esther does roll her eyes at that. (laughs) (laughs) Faye looks at Esther. Is she part of our family yet? Uh, No. Okay, great. Muhammad just kind of looks at them. Show them. And Goldie holds out a finger. Uh, at first you think it is a middle finger, and then you quickly realize it is her ring finger. And you see a modest ring, but... It's like a very simple silver Yes, yeah. like a tiny diamond. But it's also an honest ring. The most honest thing on her. And she blushes a little. Looks like this little Goldilocks finally got her bear. And she reaches over and pinches Muhammad's cheeks and says, and he's just right. He just kind of grins. <laughs> Billy, you gonna share that ice cream? Miss <laughs> Black can get you some more. And he starts shoveling some more into his mouth. And uh, from behind the bar on the other side of the bar, Javi says, don't worry, boss, I'll get it. And uh, wearing an apron, he walks into the back and starts spooning more ice cream into some different bowls. Uh, And the camera zooms out, passing through the little porthole window of the door of the cruise uh, tavern. Uh, It goes out over the city, and we see lights like twinkling stars scattered across the city. Is an overcast night. The moon hangs in a, uh, a blue-violet sky. 
in the middle of town where once stood Legendary Solutions Plaza is a giant overgrown park. The moon shines its light on all the corners of the city. Uh, and it shines on the lights of the heroes that saved it. The camera continues to zoom, zoom, zoom. And uh, we get to some hills just on the outskirts of the city. Looking out over the dots of light, the buildings, the skyscrapers, the islands, the harbor. And as it comes to the edge of the city, we see a sign that says, Now leaving the city. The screen cuts to black. End of Misconceptions. Thanks for listening to this little show that we do called Misconceptions. If you would like to know more about when Misconceptions 2 will be released, we have a Facebook and a Twitter. You can join us on both of those platforms to be one of the first people to know about when Misconceptions 2 will be released. We also have an email, misconceptionspod at gmail.com, if you would like to contact us that way. We also have a Discord if you would like to click the link below to join our Discord and chat with us directly and chat with other friends of the show directly, you can click that link. We also have a Patreon and our show is fully supported by the generous monthly donations of our patrons on Patreon if you would like to join our elite group of supporters and get some sweet swag for doing so, please click the link below. City of Mist is an RPG created by Amit Moshe and the wonderful creators at Sun of Oak. You can find more of their products at sunofoak.com. The Misconceptions theme music was composed by Aaron Wharton, and you can find more of his music at aaronwharton.net. Misconceptions has been a product of the Misconceptions Podcast Network. And that is it for Misconceptions, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for your support over the years. And please... Keep it nerdy, y'all. <laughs>